Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Episode 109, Introducing the Voice Dream, Reader Audio Tutorial with Lisa Salinger. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And she's and Lisa. She's Lisa. Hello. We Lisa's have... back with us again. We are very excited to announce that we have a new tutorial on the horizon. We are very pleased to be able to share with you about it because it is for something that many of us love and utilize quite frequently. And this is Voice Dream Reader 4.0. Yes, so... we have teased its existence and talked about its imminent arrival. And it is here, or at least it will be by the time you hear this podcast. Absolutely, yes. So that's very exciting. And it's been something that we've been talking about for a bit and getting everything together with the new update. There are some really cool new goodies, some of which aren't really useful for totally blind users, but some of which are very, very cool. It's been fun to check out the new parts and pieces or the new features available through this version of VDR. That's one of the things that Lisa covers in the course of the VDR tutorial. So I'll just turn this over to her and she can kind of give us an idea of the structure of the tutorial, how things are kind of set up, maybe what you enjoy most about putting this particular piece together. Oh, well, I'll start with the easiest one first <laughs> and what I enjoyed most. Really, that was everything because I use Voice Dream Reader and... I use it daily. It's actually in my dock. It gets quite a workout. As much as I was using it, I still found that when I prepared the tutorial, I had a lot to learn. There are some features that are not usable to those of us with little to no sight. I do touch on those briefly in the tutorial, just in case, as I was, you are curious about what they do. The thing that I think is the most appealing to someone who either is brand new to this app or someone who has used it for a while is that this tutorial is customized to be, quote, just for us. If you read the documentation that comes with the app, it's very good. And it's very comprehensive. At least when I read it, and I remember reading it when I first started using the app, I was a little confused because I thought, all right, is this command something I can do or not? Is this even something I want to try and do? Is this voiceover friendly or not? In the tutorial, I introduce you to the app. We talk about running it for the first time, importing your library, and downloading your voices. And then we talk about the main screen, if you've downloaded or imported them, where all your titles live. And there are lots of settings and lots of options to customize. This really is a very helpful thing to do. You can choose your voice. You can choose your font, if that's helpful to you. And you just learn a whole lot about how Voice Dream Reader works. You learn how to add files from different places, how to how to navigate through and sort all the information that's present. I have about 200 Bookshare books. I think three audio files, and as of right now, about 12 articles that I've pulled in from Instapaper. The ability to filter and sort things is really huge, and it makes it easier to find what I need. I finished a book last night by an author, and I knew that I had downloaded her entire series, but I had my titles sorted by size. 
So I was able to use search and just search for the next title that I needed. I could have sorted and filtered and searched and sliced and diced in so many ways. Another thing that's kind of the beauty of this is you really don't have to remember it all. You can go through and you can think, I'll use that. I maybe won't use that. But at least you know it's there. You have the choice. You have the option if you go back to it. We then have another section that deals with once you have chosen to listen to something, if that something is a text, either an article or any kind of text, what does that look like? What settings do you have available? We have another section on the same screen, which has some differences, but many similarities for audio files. So we talk about how to listen to those, how to change the speed, how to navigate, how to find your place. And so it really is a full featured app. Again, there are lots of little snippets of information and knowledge where you might think, oh, I've used the app for years and I didn't know that. At least that was my experience as I went through learning about some of the new changes. That's what I love about VDR so much. And I think you're probably the same way, Lisa. I love being able to tweak something for this application or this usage. And then next week I can go and tweak that again and say, nope, I want to do something different now. Let's go in and change blah. It really does have a lot of moving parts and pieces but they're laid out in a way that is pretty intuitive to be able to find what you're searching for. The way that you lay out the audio in the tutorial, I think, makes that even easier. Because if you kind of know where point A is that you need to start, then it's very easy to pick the section that is most relevant to what you're wanting to do. And then you can find the information that you're wanting to move back into or change or tweak or what have you. And having that overall familiarity really is a powerful tool. I'll give you an example. I was going into a meeting about a month ago, I guess. I was given a website to a document. And they're like, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't think to put this in Braille, but the document we're using for the meeting is here. So I was able to go to the website and import it into VoiceStream because at this point I only had about three minutes left and it told me that the time to read the document was four minutes, 30 seconds. I was able to go in and speed up my speech rate. It was kind of a crowded, sort of loud room and I knew that Heather, which is one of the voices that I use a fair amount, wasn't going to cut it. And I had switched to James. I upped the speech. I was able to read through or kind of skim the document. By the time the meeting started, literally and figuratively, I was on the same page as everyone else. I could have also navigated through and just read the first sentence of each paragraph. But the time to learn this stuff is not when you're under the gun, when you have to know it right then. The time to learn it is beforehand so that you can really use it. And you know, it is more than just about productivity. It really is fun. Yes. I mean, if I'm in the middle of a book and it's getting really suspenseful, I'll hike up that speech rate because I have no patience and I want to know how it ends. One thing I did share in the tutorial to a smaller extent, it's really important if you've used the app for a while and then you start using 4.0 to relax. I couldn't find the sleep timer. It wasn't where it was. It changed. It was different. Here it moved to the menus. Now, I guess enough people had my same panicked result that it is now in two places. I won't tell you where those places are because that's where it's important to listen to the tutorial. But things may be 
worded slightly differently or located in different places, but all the good stuff is still there, all the functionality is still there, and then some. I really just feel very honored to be able to lay out in what I hope is a simple and straightforward manner all the features that the new voice dream reader has to offer. One of the things that I liked about the tutorial that you did was when you activated the Google Drive, you actually went through the two-factor authentication and said that this may not be what you're going to see if you don't have two-factor authentication enabled, but this is what it is for me, and you actually showed how it worked. I appreciated that because there will be people that have two-factor authentication. Maybe they forgot they had two-factor authentication on or whatever. I did. So, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. You're showing the person that the app even supports two-factor authentication. And it just worked out well. So I really was appreciative of that. And there are some things you could have each one of us, if we had voice dream running, we would have things set up differently based on our own preferences. Uh And there were times where I injected a little bit of that in there. And I would say, this is, for example, when we talked about sorting books. And I said, you know, some people really like to sort them by title. I like to sort them by size. And this is why. But I love the fact that the app has the flexibility to account for all different kinds of preferences. That's true. And I think the fact that you can use so many TTS voices with the app, you can customize your reading speed both globally and individually on a per book article, what have you basis. It really allows for you to tweak to your heart's content in terms of what your particular version of VDR is going to look like, which is really awesome because you can just do things at whatever pace and in whatever way feels most comfortable for you and your own reading style. (laughs) Yeah, and that really is the beauty, I think, of a tutorial. Because when you are taking a lesson or maybe you are at a local blind meeting and someone is demoing this live in front of you, you kind of have to go at their pace. But with a tutorial, you can back it up. You can say wait a minute, I didn't understand that. Some people like to put the tutorial right on their phone and do it that way or right on the, the in this case, the iDevice that they're using for Voice Dream Reader. Some people like to put it on a separate device, maybe on a Victor Reader stream or just play it from a computer. I find I'm like that. I would rather have the device that I'm working on free just for working on it and not for playback of the tutorial. But you really have those options and you can stop and start and rewind and listen to parts again. To me, also, the value of a good tutorial is, of course, right when you listen to it. But sometimes it's three months down the road when you say, okay, now I know there's a section on whatever they covered this and I need to know this and I don't remember and then you can go back and you can listen again and you can find that information yeah that's so convenient it's just like you have your teacher right there in your computer or on your stream or whatever your device happens to be and another thing about that that I really like and really encourage for people is maybe the second time you listen or if you're really brave and just want to be adventurous the first time follow along put the tutorial on that separate device that Lisa was speaking about and follow along in your own BDR. Get it installed and 
notice where she is and what she's discussing or what your particular tutorial presenter is discussing and follow along. Sometimes that hands-on process can be really useful in learning how something comes together. Yeah, it helps me stay oriented and it cements what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I've done both just because I'm curious about the process of learning. And sometimes if I listen through a tutorial and I'm not doing it, then when I'm done, I just think, oh man, that's really a lot. But if I listen and I do it, then even if I listen later, it's like, oh yeah, I remember when I did this. So you have that review. Mm-hmm. I was doing something with the tutorial today and I fired up the iPad and I'm like, Oh, yeah, you go here, you go there, you go there. And it was able to follow what was being discussed. And that was just like something that needed to be done out of the blue. And it really worked out well to have that person guiding me through. Because I'll be the first to admit, I don't use VDR as much as probably about a fourth of one of you. (laughs) So I, I always have to have a refresher course when I go and work with the program. And that can be useful, too, if you need familiarity with it and you don't use it as often. You have the experience of listening to someone walk you through various things. And also, if you don't want to just sit there and experiment and play until you figure out, some of us like doing that. But for those who don't, if you don't want to sit there and experiment and play and be able to get right to the point, know exactly what you're doing, that's where the value often lies in such a tutorial. You have someone who can clearly guide you through step by step and show you how your process will probably look. So as of the time of your listening to this podcast, the tutorial is now up on mysticaccess.com and available. And just a quick plug, if you enjoy this tutorial, you may also be interested in its sister, Voice Dream Writer, which is also available. So you may wish to check that out as well if you're interested in the goodies in the Voice Dream family. These are the two that we have put together thus far. One is myself, the other is Lisa. Enjoying us back-to-back could be a potentially entertaining experience. <laughs> Feel free to check it out. and. Well, one, one little nugget um, about Voice Dream Writer is it makes an appearance in it does. the Stream Reader tutorial. Yes. Indeed. It's true. So, of course, we are very happy to have your support and thank you in advance for that. You are welcome to view the link in the show notes to the Oystering Reader tutorial. And if you have feedback or things you'd like to share, you can reach Lisa directly at lisa at mysticaccess.com. You can reach Chris and myself at info at mysticaccess.com. And we do take phone orders. So if you are uncomfortable utilizing the site or would otherwise like to talk to a human being, You're very welcome to call us, and one of us can assist you at 716-543-3323, and we will be very happy to place your order over the phone for you. Thank you, Lisa, once again for joining us on the Mystic Access Podcast. My pleasure, as always. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? 
please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.